Welcome to the 12th episode of the I Could Have Done That podcast of the regular program content. We're recording this on April 13th. We should have planned that a little bit better, Brother Smoke Dog. Ooh, that would have been... 12 on 12. We suck. We do. Uh, but our viewership is still high. Well, let's first let's introduce, introduce ourselves to our huge fan base of... Let's see. Let's pull up the statistics. Estimated audience, 16. Unique listeners in the last seven days, 11. And wow. we have 304 plays, so we are reaching the world as we are a global podcast featured in the United States, United Kingdom, Panama, and Jamaica. We're on six different platforms, but let's get to ourselves. Lucas Bryant and joining me as always, Brother Smoke Dog, I guess. I've grown into the name. Good old Dave will give you the name. Dave. He's probably listening to the podcast. He probably doesn't even have social media. Ah, well, he gave you the greatest nickname <laughs> of all time. That didn't sound like it was. I still have no nickname. <laughs> Waiting for the fans. What, what should we call our fans? You know, like Justin Bieber had the believer, the believers, whatever. Believers. Believers. Thank you. Uh, you know, what what you that'll, that'll be what we should take some inquiries for next week. Okay. Okay. So as always, email us at I could have done that at gmail.com with an M, not con. Or send us a voice message to Anchor. Just create an account. If you already have one, you can do it. It's easy. That's one, two, three. Do, re, mi. Fasolatida. Brother Smoke Dog might sing for you too. Yeah. But let us know what the fan base should be called, either in the email or on the voice message. You know, let the world know because we are going global. And once again, you will always you'll want to know us now before we get famous. That's true. So, all right. Uh, we're going to start real quick, as as always, uh, with my favorite collegiate and overall sp- sports team, the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. The football team fell again to oh, now they're on three. They lost to Alabama State, forty two to seventeen. Not not a lot of uh, winning in the Mississippi Valley State Delta Devil campus. No, not a terrible, terrible segue. But <laughs> talk about blowouts. Did you see the mini haha state championship score? No, who did they play? I think I forget the team name, but it was eighty to twenty nine. Did Minnehaha <laughs> win? Yeah, <laughs> oh, in the championship. I think it might have been like Albert Lee, or I could be making that up. I don't know if it'd be Albert Lee. Are they that high of a class? I, I don't know. Minnehaha is probably one of the top classes, aren't they? Yeah, I'm well, not sure. They could be in that weird segment where they're like three A, but they always played like the five A schools because yeah. they're in the region. 80 to something to 20. We didn't watch it. to 29. Who did they beat? I'm looking that up. Looking it up? While you look that up, we are... uh, If you're wanting to watch what we're watching at the same time, turn on the 2000... uh, I think it's 17, 16? Royal Rumble on YouTube. We're watching that right now. Who's this brother Smoke Dog entering the ring of the Royal Rumble? Kane. Kane has entered and... Roman Reigns looks, oh, he just took a huge hit. Almost knocked him out. And so watch it with us. But uh, we're going to jump on to sponsorship too real quick. Uh, Sophie Gorman, we mentioned your name. We mentioned it again right now. We're still waiting on that dollar. We think it's a contractual agreement that we reached. Um, but, you know, no word from her. We'll have to figure it out when it gets closer. Uh, if we need to continue the sponsorship or at the I Could Have Done That podcast, just break ties. Or get a legal battle. Legal battle. Yeah, we don't know. Over $1. And uh, potentially, 
rumors around the Minnesota area. That's where we record our podcast in Minnesota, South St. Paul, uh, Minnetonka School District. Someone has mentioned us through the Minnetonka School District. Could there be a potential sponsorship? We won't speak into existence. Hopefully it happens. We'll see. It's on, we, on, the, on the table. I don't understand why the Minnetonka School District or any school district in the uh, uh, greater in Midwest greater Midwest <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have our podcast playing weekly. It's clean. Know. There's not. There's one explicit episode, uh, episode because I said the H word, H E double hockey sticks. Un- unbelievable. So that one can't air. But otherwise, we're we're clean, clean. Uh, what do you always say? Clean family. No. Good clean, clean, good clean fun. Good clean fun podcast. Also, it was Alexandria. I knew it was an A. That doesn't seem like a school that should be playing Minnehaha because they, they not based on that score. Minnehaha has the seven foot one guy who's the number one recruit in Chet. all the land. Eighty. What do you do if you're Alexandria there? I don't know. That that's that's just a tough game. That's one of those you just play together, have fun, and you can't lose. And the, except they did. <laughs> By what sixty? Fifty-one. Fifty-one. Wow. That's bad. Chet dropped twenty-seven, it looks like. His he would have outscored him, right? No, they beat him by two. Oh, they would have beaten them by they scored twenty-nine? Mm-hmm. Ah, well. That's a good way. That's a that's something they can hang their heads on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't have got beat by just one person. Yeah. As we've mentioned before, make sure to email us at I could have done that at gmail.com. We actually got an email from the one Joel Newman, a former classmate of ours. Not a classmate because we didn't graduate, I guess, but That's still Red- technically a classmate. Yeah, Red Wing alum. <clears throat> uh, he he sent in three uh, feedback to or some thoughts, he said. He said, another great episode, boys. Some thoughts. Dash. Number one, I shared the podcast with my buddy Guillermo in Uruguay. Or Uruguay. How would you pronounce it? Uruguay. Uruguay. Trying to do my part in taking the I could have done that international. And they put in parentheses. For the record, the country below Panama is Colombia. I think we said Belize. It is good to know. We don't we we do have a globe actually in our kitchen. We should use it, but what are you gonna do? More there for style. Uh, and number two, he said, any thoughts towards making the podcast a multi- multimedia experience? Your discussion regarding mustaches could have been even richer with images projecting the hair onto your faces. Also, I believe Luke said he could grow it in quotation marks down there. And the fact that the fans can only hear in all caps, not see in all caps. I've heard other fans questioning where down there is. Were you signaling your neck, chest, belly, other question mark. So I re-listened <laughs> to it and this was talking about the handlebar. And I'm so I would have been grazing my fingers through where the mustache or the upper lip going down my uh, side of my mouth. And I said down there. And then that's <laughs> and that's what I was referencing. I, 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 I could see the the misunderstanding. I, I can too. Uh, I thought at first it was I was talking about the down there in terms of the back of my head that I can grow it down there part here. Mm. But uh, it was actually regarding the mustache. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think the uh, multimedia experience is a good idea. I just don't think we're going to get to it. You know, I, I'm not since I just we edit the audio. I edit the audio and I just don't want to have to keep editing more platforms. It's not a dig at brother smoke dog. That's just it's just what I do is, you know, this is my we, wheelhouse. We got to get bigger. We got to get bigger. Maybe uh, allocate more time and resources to it. Uh, but if I mean, if a fan out there is looking to edit, get some editing experience, internship, not paid, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> multi-paid, <laughs> not not very good references. But. <laughs> yeah. uh, if there's an intern looking for a multimedia and social media 
uh, internship. You probably, zero career guidance. <laughs> zero <laughs> career guidance. And you probably will only work an hour to two since we only record an episode <laughs> a week. But, you know, it, it it's it experience be, nonetheless. It, it's experience nonetheless. And we know that everyone needs experience. What, you get the classic job trying to get an entry-level job and they said sorry you just don't have enough experience well i'm just trying to get experience we're here for everybody (laughs) yeah so the i could have done that uh might be opening up an internship program globally too we have a global audience so we could be looking at global applications check indeed yeah check indeed uh reach out on i could have done that at gmail.com for more information we don't know if we can give you any more information but you might (laughs) get more information there and then joel wrote number three I'd like to subscribe to the inside jokes, please. Something about scientific research about science. So in the last episode, we said email us if you want to know about the inside joke. We emailed Joel Newman back. He's in on the inside joke. If you want to know more, you have to email us at I could have done that at gmail.com. It won't be as great of a story as you hear in person, but at least you get insight into some. Uh, sure. You'll have a general idea of what's going on. Yep. Because our inside jokes are scientifically researched that are backed by science there you go all right so that was the the intro brother smoke you got anything else to add i do not another long intro it was a very long intro so we better get into rapid questions all right it's time for rapid questions we're going to jump back on time so april 13th on this you know april 13th there was a little confusion last week on this date i guess yep I don't. But I don't know cha- where the misconception was. The change, change, change of the year. Brains weren't working last week. They're probably not working this week either. Usually never, aren't. Never anyways, really, yeah, yeah, never really so, do. Uh, we're actually going to use the time machine, like we always do, to jump back into April thirteenth of a random year of something that happened in sports history with our current physical bodies, and talk about whether we could have or couldn't have done that. Don't go into it too, too much, but we're going to use the time machine from Terra Nova. It's a TV show. Uh, starring Stephen Lang from Avatar with the Blue People, not Avatar The Last Airbender, shout out. <laughs> and basically what they do is the, the future Earth, it got canceled after one season, got 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. I watched it. CGI was kind of bad because like 2009 era because there's dinosaurs in it. That's where the Terra. But it had some cool mystery to it, I think. But basically future Earth is overpopulated, polluted. It's like desert land everywhere. So they invented a time machine where they go back to the Terra form whatever it's called terraform era or whatever you know what i mean no <laughs> <laughs> land of the dinosaurs okay there's a certain terra in terms of t-e-r-r-a and then there's another thing and uh that describes that time period fans email us let us know we don't like to do any research we just have scientific uh research backed by science on our own uh but we're not gonna do too much other research than that so let us know what i'm trying to th- communicate anyways you go back in time and there's like a small uh colony of people and only so many people can go through and so we get we get the luxury of going back in time but we don't have to just go back to a specific time point we get to go back in any moment so in 1926 at 38 years old walter johnson pitches his seventh opening day shutout so we go through terra nova we're just going through a time machine could do you think you could have gotten a hit back in 1926 against I remember uh, playing Walter Johnson. I remember playing this video game, not MLB Slugfest, but another one. And his windup was he would take a step back. He'd do like five big <laughs> arm circles. Oh, you know a lot about this guy. I do. Walter Johnson. He was a Cy Young winner. He was good. Uh, but no. Could I have gotten a hit or could I have gotten a shutout? 
Good, could have gotten a hit on him again on, on on April thirteenth of nineteen twenty six. I think I could have just based off of I was listening to this TikTok today, and they were talking about not that everything on TikTok's true, but they were saying how much better baseball has gotten, and since it's been almost a hundred years, they were saying back in the day they weren't that good. So I'm gonna trust who I heard, and I'm gonna say I could get a I could get a hit. I I gotta imagine I could get a hit too, and. You know, I think in 1926, they probably weren't throwing as fast as they were throwing now. That's exactly their point. Yeah. Yep. And we've experienced, I bet, you know, my eighth grade baseball experience is where it ended. But I bet, you know, maybe a, the reaction time could be the same. You know, who knows? But give me four at bats. You might just have to improve a little bit from your eighth grade skill set, but you could. Yeah. I had a designated hitter hit for me in eighth <laughs> grade. Uh, but side note, the uh, the one I used to do, or I used to kind of talk, not crap, but say basically like I lost respect for older athletes like back in the day because I watched John McEnroe play tennis and there's times where they like tap it like this at each other and they have some good shots I'm like come on like I could be out there doing that and John McEnroe is like in the 80s and 70s and there's actually one athlete they did through actually used science and scientific or scientific research backed by science legitimately Mm -hmm. uh, is Jesse Owens you know back when he ran during World War II I believe and they actually I don't know how they figured it out, but they said because he ran on dirt and like his like shoes like back then like the were like Usain Bolt runs like they're running the best gear, the best shoes, the best turf that they edited like Jesse Owens and like through, through simulation of track new shoes and stuff. He would almost beat he would like he's like right behind Usain Bolt in speed. That's impressive. If he would if he'd have the proper gear. So that's that's that is very impressive, I think. So that's just a little side note. Learn something new every day. Learn something you about do. Walter Johnson and Jesse Owens. It was a cool wind up. You'll have to. I don't know. If the I, video I think game I know what you're talking about. He used to go back and then he'd do like the like this, right? Like the arm then, circles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it, but he worked, he worked out for him. Cy Young, so he did all right. All right. So now we're going to move to 1940 of April, thir- of April 13th in 1940 American athlete. Cornelius, in quotation marks, Dutch, War- Warmer Dam. We're going to call him Warmer Dam. Got to go explicit on this one now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we do. Using a using a bamboo pole becomes the first man to pole vault 15 feet. So, Brother Smoke, how tall could, if you had a bamboo pole, how high could you get up? Bamboo? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I'll go like six feet. That way, I could potentially just jump over to my bamboo <laughs> stick broke. <laughs> so you just use the bamboo to like kind of climb up and just, just get a little over. little extra oomph. I'll join on the six feet. Nothing too uh, extraneous or anything like that. Great verbiage. Thank you. That you was. said that word quite a bit, actually. I got that from you. Thank you. Um, Pole vaulting is something I've always wanted to try, though. It looks it looks very complicated and hard, but looks fun. You land on a big squishy mat at the end of it. I think that would be hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fall backwards. Yeah, that know. would hurt. <laughs> you never know. All right. So we have two more rapid questions. They deal. No, sorry. Three more. The next two deal with the same person. We've talked about this person before, but it's always fun. In 1963, Pete Rose hit a triple for his first major league hit. Brother Smoke, do you think he won that bet? <laughs> Because he's betted on baseball. I'm going to say yes, since he bet on his own sport in the games that he played. So you think he took like the weird parlay or whatever they're called where he like got, he said he was, his first hit was going to be a triple. Triple, then I'm going to strike the rest out. 
<laughs> yeah. Side note, still think it should be in the Hall of Fame. But yeah, I think you won the bet. I, I know you do, but uh, it is what it is. He should. Because yeah, you're right. Betting has nothing to do with it. Uh, I think he won that bet. He probably just took the triple or home run was probably the higher bet. So if you think about it, he probably, if you put a little bit, probably broke even if you bet on all of them. You know? Still, still got to be good to be like, yeah, I'll get a triple this game. That's true. All right. And then 1984, Pete Rose becomes the first NL to get 4,000 hits in a career. It just says NL. I'm assuming, I'm assuming it says NL player. So, Brother Smoke, do you think he won that bet? No, I don't even think he bet on himself getting 4,000. <laughs> I don't think he bet on himself to get 4,000 at the beginning, but I bet going in, he had options on betting at what at bat his 4,000, like the day before oh, yeah. his 4,000th hit. I wonder if it was there's bets on like his first, second, third. So then he could really just bet on win some money. That's true. You get a nice little extra side side gig. I agree. Yep. I think he won that bet. All right. And then in 2014, so pretty recent, Manny Pacquiao defeats Timothy Bradley to regain his WBO welterweight boxing title. All right, Brother Smoke, against Manny Pacquiao, how many rounds are you lasting? Lasting, not lasting. Lasting. Oh, Roman Reigns looks like he broke something. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two. I think I could get out of the first round. Sorry, last one, get knocked out in the second. Get knocked out? He's just too quick. He's a little dude. He's, he's quick. He's quick. He's very quick. There's, what, five rounds in boxing, I believe? No, there's like 12. 12 five rounds. Five is oh, championship that's right. UFC. That's right. It's 12 rounds, each lasting. Is it two minutes? I believe it's three. It might be two. I watch a lot of UFC, not boxing. Okay. If it's, well, two or three, I'll, I'll, I'll join you on the two rounds, I think. As long as he doesn't hit me with a right in the chin, because then I'm down, no doubt. Uh, Not the temple. He'll be fine if he hits you in the temple. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's only what five foot something, so I feel like mm-hmm. he'd really have to reach to hit us that up there. You know what I mean? He is very tiny. So uh, I'm just gonna say, yeah, could have gone the uh, t- uh, two rounds. Gonna copy you if you don't mind. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So that does it for rapid questions. It's time to move on to the main event. The I could have done that. <laughs> All right, the I could have done that. It's in the title. It's what we're all about. It's what the internship program, if we have one, is <laughs> going to be all about. We're going to pick three uh, things that happened throughout the past week, maybe two weeks, but generally we keep, try to keep it within one week and go in depth a little bit about whether we could have or couldn't have done that. So number one is the Masters was this past weekend, and we have it for bold predictions. It sounds like Brother Smoke also has a Masters I could have done that moment. So we'll be talking Masters quite a bit. Uh, this episode. So it was this past weekend. And I learned by looking at the the finishing that if you get cut from the Masters, you actually gain, get $10,000. And goes out to everybody unless you are disqualified or an amateur, it looks like. Because there's three amateurs that got, dis- or, uh, got cut and they didn't earn any money. So I want to ask you this, Brother Smoke. Could you go out to the Masters, make $10,000 in two rounds because you got cut? Well, cut one thing. What what do you have to do to get disqualified? Just injury? Well, he uh, I read about him. He actually marked a difference. He oh. misread his score on 17. He had uh. one less stroke, so you automatically get disqualified. Mm. Which, which well, would really stink. That would stink. <laughs> That's true. That's What I don't understand is I feel like your caddy would really help out with that, but... Uh, yeah. I'll turn it to you because I can't keep track of my hits. <laughs> well, if I could, 
yeah, it's the thing. We hit hit it so many times, it's a little harder to keep track of the hits. Plus penalties. Gonna, I don't even know what you get, what you're supposed true. to add for a penalty. I'm going to say, given the fact that I didn't screw up on my score, and given the fact that I didn't, did, didn't get disqualified for not keeping up with the rate of play, because I'm sure they have a pretty fast rate of play, <laughs> yeah, that's that true. would be tough if I'm looking for my ball for a half hour. Well, <laughs> I would never lose a ball because you'd have that many fans looking at you. Well, actually, I believe every golfer or every hole, I can't remember if it's every group. I think it's every hole has a certain area. They have spotters everywhere. So you don't actually oh, have so to look I for your ball. I could only maybe bring two balls and I'd be okay. Uh, I mean, there's water, though. That's true. That's true. Um, I could definitely play. I could, I'd, I'd spaz. I'd probably freak out a lot, but <laughs> happy Gilmore. Yeah, but I, I could finish 18 holes and I could easily. You got, you got 36. Oh, 36. You get, you I could get do cut that. after 36. Yeah, I, I could do that. I have enough stamina. Heck it's yeah. just walking. Just walking and in a lot, in lot of some core heat, work. Though. That's true, but not, it didn't look too bad. It looked like 74. I think we asked uh, Google. Yes. We have, well, side note, a little. Joke, you asked Google Augusta, Maine first, then Augusta, Florida, then Augusta, Georgia. Hey. Had it been there, it was a lot more funnier in the moment. It Something we, we always screw up with Google. Um, was, I'm going to say I could have done that as well. I guess it, I was done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were. I was. <laughs> oh. I'm also going to say I could have done that, uh, mainly because, yeah, you're right. I think having the spotter is going to help. The I, th- I actually think, isn't it in the majors after 10 shots? I think you had to just pick up your ball. I think it is. So I'm going to do that multiple You're times. you shoot 180. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. And, you know, I'd struggle, no doubt. And the tough part, though, would be keeping track of how many shots I've had. I That is no doubt. I would struggle with that. I would actually ask the what I would do is look up the dress code. And what I would do is I'd actually bring 10 rubber bands with me. And I put 10 <laughs> rubber bands on my right arm. And every time I have a shot, I take one off and put it on my left arm. If they allow rubber band, I, you know, I don't see these guys wearing like watches. I guess I don't really look at watches on them, but I'm wondering if they're wearing watches or bracelets or anything like that. I know Matsuyama wore a watch. Did he? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask the tour if I can wear rubber bands. And if I can wear rubber bands and just mark down my shot every time, that's what I'm going to do. Because uh, high school refs used to do that. They used to uh, one every now and then they'd keep like a rubber band on there. Some of them would keep a number of rubber bands for timeouts. I noticed I asked one time or possession. They'd always say home team's always right. And so they just switch it so that they had the official thing because obviously the scoreboard could be wrong. Um, What happens when you get a six or a four and you think you got a six? Well, my left arm, my left arm is the official. How many times I've gotten? Good chance you could forget that, though, (laughs) in the heat of the moment. Don't get me wrong. Totally, totally. <laughs> I could get disqualified. I'm going to take my chances and say I would just get cut. I'll be honest with you. If they, you know, hitting the ball to the green, I struggle. I mean, I just struggle at golf in general. Mm-hmm. I would like to know if like at every hole, they put my ball at the edge of the green so I can still putt, but it's like the furthest away from the hole. I don't think I could shoot under par. <laughs> that's true. That would, that would, yeah, that's a very good point. That'd be interesting to do. Uh, that'd be fun to see. Uh, it would suck to just walk on a golf course and just walk up to the greens every time. And no do fun that. in that. No, but uh, a lot less rage. Very true. Um, but I think that would. Uh, I think I if that could be a discussion alone. If if you got you got your ball on the green and that's your first stroke, could you make the cut? That could be a topic for another day. It very well, could be. That could be 
our first one of our first videos after Freakish Athlete comes out. Yeah, that could that be. Is. Yeah, whoever that is. Uh, it's just a mascot we have, uh, and a great Freakish Athlete. So you know that's something for when the, we get the intern, we can go out and sh- shoot that video content. So add another hour to his or her week. Yeah, exactly. And uh, editing, I'll give him another two or three. It, this could become a full time internship. Got to provide your own laptop though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and bring. I do have a camera. You have to know how to shoot a camera, but preferably if you have your own camera, that'd be better because I don't have to worry about charging the batteries because I get uh, I get pretty forgetful about that. But yeah, that was this uh, the first I could have done that, which is basically. We're walking with ten thousand dollars. Easily, my caddy's not getting no money though. I'll be your caddy. Okay, there we go. Vice versa, I hope. <laughs> yeah, we'll just split it. There, there you go. Because you could golf in the morning, and I could golf in the afternoon. I'll be your caddy in the morning. Perfect. Well, let's let's actually flop it because I think you would struggle with the heat more in the afternoon carrying yeah, the golf that's, bag. That's so true. So let's have you. Uh, let's have. Uh, let's see. You'd be golfing in the afternoon then I'll, I'll i'll carry the i'll carry the golf bag in the afternoon so all right brother smoke what's uh the i could have done that moment number two we're sticking with the masters and uh siwoo kim you remember he, him oh yeah i picked him for my uh he finished tied for 12th made two hundred eighteen thousand five hundred dollars i picked him actually for the players when we did our draw ah well he broke his putter <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. So all he did was, I don't know the exact situation, but I'm sure he missed a putt. I don't think he did it because he made a putt. Yeah. In celebration. Yeah. So all he did was he had his putter and he just slammed it on the ground and it broke. Yep. So not like he chucked it. Then he had to finish the round with his three wood as his putter. Yeah, which one, is pretty funny. Because once you go into golf, you can get new clubs the next day. But once you go in, like that's you get thirteen clubs, I believe. Yep. So, my question is kind of a two part. Could you have broke the putter like he did? Because I've hit my clubs a lot, and that's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Could you have broke it like his, <laughs> like he did? And if the answer is no. <laughs> I have experience in trying to break clubs, and I have never. <laughs> I want to tell the story real quick after you're done, okay. if you give me permission. but Don't know what story, but sure. <laughs> could you have broke your putt like him? And could you have just, could you have had the cojones to break a putter on live TV? If you were a professional, not just you. So could you have broken it, and could you have tried? Yeah. Tried, tried and then succeeded, you're saying? Yeah, basically. I believe he parred with his... Three wood. I don't know what hole he broke it on. It was, I think, towards the end. But uh, it said the thirteenth. But I believe on that hole he saved par with his three wood. That is crazy. <laughs> Have you ever putted with a driver before? I've tried. It's not easy. No. Neither is putting with a putter. No. <laughs> Can I tell you the story of when you, um, <laughs> you and I golfed back in Red Wing on, and on hole number eight, how it weaves like an S, you know, so you can at only country hit country club. Country club. Yeah. Yep. So you can't like you really have to like hit it over the trees yeah. to make sure you're close to the green. Otherwise, it's basically like you're just chipping it. It feels yep. like when you uh, <laughs> body slammed your hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so brother smoke tells me right before he swings, because we've already lost a lot of golf balls. And you were like, I'm not losing any more golf balls. You're like, I'm actually just going to take <laughs> this <laughs> instead of using your gyrox to par five, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it is like an S and 
you're like, I'm just going to take my like five iron and hit it out into the opening. It's like hit opening, opening, then on the green. Perfect. Easy explained. So you do your two or three practice swings and then you line up and you hit the ball. <laughs> and I believe one of two things happened. I think you shanked it to the left and it went in the woods or it only went like <laughs> like 20 yards because <laughs> you, you hit the divot. And I just see you chuck the club further than the ball. <laughs> you took your hat off, threw it, <laughs> and landed on the on the red tees. And you ran and did a jump elbow. Yeah. <laughs> to the I was mad. <laughs> and I'm watching from the cart like, what just happened? <laughs> I see this guy hit a divot. I think you hit the divot. Ball goes 10 or 20 yards. I'm like, oh, he's not going to be happy. I see this club just go flying <laughs> in the air. And then I had, and you like jumped on it too. It wasn't like you went, stopped and jumped. Like you chucked it and then you did this like full on head dive and just. Oh, not very was, good golf etiquette. <laughs> no, not at all. Another great thing for the intern to record. It just needs to be probably by hole eight after we've lost a ton of golf balls and we're like, screw this. Um, so back to the original question. Uh, you're saying, do I, could I have tried? Well, I could have tried to break the putter. Could you have done it the way that he did? Could you have so broke it like what, that? Did he, was it like the head was down and hit the ground yeah, that he just, way? He had it and he just, it wasn't even so, like, he was, it was literally just like a. So he had it, obviously he's holding it like he just had putted. So the head's down and he mm -hmm. spiked it with the head hitting the ground, mm -hmm. not the other way. And it just <clears throat> fell off or did it like snap? It, I think it curled or like. Oh, it curled. Um, while you're answering, I'll, I'll get the. I'll get that exact. It, it would depend. Uh, I guess if I'm trying to break it by slamming it, I mean, I'm slamming it on the green. I'm assuming he slammed it on the green and it broke that way. It was the, it was the or green the, or the fringe. The fringe. He had to have come down on it on an angle by accident, and that's how it broke. But you got the video up? I'll toss All it right. over to you. Did Brother, really Brother Smokes Watch has the video up. We We're going to get a better quality vid. Uh, we're going to check it out. This would have been a great idea, like Joel Newman said, for the multimedia side, which would be great if we had an intern to do it. Uh, edit for us. Let's see. He's okay. So he's kind of on a down slope. So he doesn't well, lift it. Oh, that's, that's his. That's his. Oh, I see. I see. So he came down. He doesn't lift it very high. But he no. does slam it pretty good, but he slams it at an angle going into it. It's not like up and down. I thought it was like up and down. Mm. And he's on the bottom part. It's like going down the waters to his back. Here's your phone back, brother. Still, though, I still, still think that's impressive. Um, but he slammed it at an angle and an adjacent angle, I would say. Probably more around the 23 to 24 degree range the putter was. Not your typical 90. Or subtract from that. I don't know what that is. But <laughs> um, I'm going to say I couldn't have done that just because I, I've i never broken a putter. So I don't know what force I would need to do to break it. Because I feel like I would go into it and baby it. Every now, like when I want to do something like I want to like if I was like to snap a putter, a golf club, I know I wouldn't snap it right the first time because I'd be like, oh, yeah. I don't need to do it that hard and I'd be too nervous to do it. So I'm going to say I couldn't have done that. It's that honestly, that was impressive. I've slammed my putter a few times. I actually lied. I have broken a driver before. Yep. I went to drive it and I shanked it and I immediately whipped it around and slammed my driver into the ground and the head fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Father Mark was not too happy to hear that. <laughs> Didn't you also get a club in a stuck in a tree before? That was Drew. Drew? Drew got okay. it stuck. Missed a uh, 
birdie and then a par putt and got a bogey and he chucked <laughs> it into the tree. <laughs> that was pretty funny. They had to climb up and get it. Um, I don't think I could have done that if I was a, well, being a professional would be very tough to keep your composure for 70 whatever holes, 72 holes. But I, I'm going to give myself, I could have done that. I'm kind of a rage monster when it comes to golf, but <laughs> we were golfing. And this was when I, before I got cut from the golf team by your dad. Yeah. In seventh uh, grade, right? Seventh grade. You and two other people got cut, I believe. I think it was Alex and Joe. Yep. But we were golfing with Tucker Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was him. And he hit, it was the first hole on the country club. Which is, uh, the first hole is all downhill, basically. Yeah. yeah. So then he he hit a drive into the <laughs> into the woods, and then he tried to get out of the woods, but he kept shanking it, so he just <laughs> chucked. Well, he didn't chuck. He baseball swung his golf club against a tree, and it just snapped. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious, and <laughs> it was great. Anywho, um... I, I'm going to say I don't think I could have done... Well, what did I say? I've said two different answers. I'm going to say I don't think I could have done that because it's one of those where like, when I'm coming down with it, I'd realize that, okay, I might break it and I'd soften up a little. Yep. So I couldn't have done that. But Sim Wong, whatever his name Siwoo was. Kim. Siwoo Kim. Impressive. I'm impressed. I, I would probably have a better chance of doing it on the 18th green because then I'd be like, I only have to That's true. use this club. But it is actually impressive how he makes that putt with this three wood that is very impressive um side note golf people people freaking out on on golf courses whether it be like clubs so i haven't seen videos remember that guy when he swings he goes what the f is wrong oh, with me the today older guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> those geek me out and then obviously we love the golf cart uh videos where people drive up with the electric yes. golf cart and hit people mm-hmm. i think it's hilarious i would hate to have it done to me your dad was sitting in the chair to your right Almost got us uh, evicted. I know. He was laughing. I've never seen him laugh. You said you've never seen him laugh that hard, right? No. There's a just look up funny golf cart fails on YouTube. There's probably like a 10 minute video. You'll die you'll cry so hard. It's because it's you're laughing. Funny. So hard. It's great. Maybe you won't find maybe we'll be watching and go, this is the dumbest thing. They laugh at this stuff. But it's great. That's awesome. It's, in go- a nutshell. it's, it's golf carts flipping in sand traps and I can't talk about it, otherwise I won't be able to finish yeah. the podcast. So is that all we have for this one? Yes, that is it. All right, so we're going to move on to the third I could have done that moment. What also took place this weekend was we're watching WWE Royal Rumble right now. WWE WrestleMania 37 was this past weekend. We Two-night event. We're going to be talking about your favorite wrestler, the Snake and the, the Viper, they call him, Randy Orton, who defeated Bray Wyatt, who's also known as The Fiend. Do you know about The Fiend? No. So I did a little research about The Fiend. Here's The Fiend. The Fiend is the superstar known as The Fiend has stepped out of the collective pop uh, population's nightmare and into our reality. Sheesh. So he wears he wears a mask. So he basically That's enters creepy. this uh, Fiend mode. And then all of a sudden, of course, the lights go out and The Fiend is alive. Basically. Yeah, naturally. So I'll, I'll run down how it kind of happened here. So. Uh, here's a little brief description about the from CBS. Uh, so before the match, the fiend was shown in quotation marks burning and the re- returning to his re- original form. So he's like burning, <laughs> no longer. So once he returns to his original form, he's no longer appearing burnt. And he 
basically it's a jack in the box uh it's basically that's what the the face kind of looks like it's like it just looks like a fiend so i'm gonna ask you this let's say you have the power of the fiend you get to all of a sudden you're just on fire and all of a sudden you turn into brother smoke dog aka brother smoke dog the fiend could you take down randy orton in that state no because he's a snake he is he'd he'd do something he always has a trick up his sleeve you can never bet against Randy the Snake Orton. You just he's don't think you could, because he's. You're thinking like illegally he's going to do something that, or it, just something that's kind of like uh, maybe not bush illegal. League. Bush league, bush league, yeah, yeah. He would do something bush league that the ref obviously would not see. Yeah. I no matter how fiend I am, I just I I don't think I could. You don't think you could reach that fiend state that the Viper? He's just he's sneaky. He's something else. I mean Bray Bray Wyatt couldn't even do it. Um, at, so Randy Orton won, and it was reading the little description about it that, uh, well, first when the Fiend entered Fiend mode, the entire ring and battle area was in red lights. So he was in his element. Dang. Randy Orton was fighting outside of his element and still won. And when he won, Randy Orton beat him and then ran off. Just ran off. The lights came Press back scared. on, and no one else was there again. It was like the weird ending. They said the ending was weird. And it was just odd because he like Randy Orton won and then the lights went out and went on and no one was there. So something Bush leaked. Something happened underneath the lights, like you said. Uh, yeah, I don't trust Randy Orton either. He just <laughs> has that face that makes you just... He doesn't seem like a guy you can trust. No, he does not. It's like those movies like you bring the villain in and they become trustworthy for an episode or two and then they leave or something. Mm-hmm. He would not be someone I would trust. They'd always no. be like, he'd be the bad apple on the on the mission. No matter what it is, I'd be like... I tell the head honcho, be like, yo, this this guy's a snake. He's up to no good. And he's in it for his own good, too. I agree. So I don't think I don't even in respects for your disapproval of Randy Orton, I don't think I could reach a fiend state and live up to defeating no. the Viper. But you gotta gotta give credit where credit's due. He he's good, but he 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 toggles in that line of Bush League or legit, you he know. Does. And like you said, the refs always miss it. They do. I don't understand what it is. So that was the I could have done that moment. So we're going to move on to the final segment, which we call Bold Predictions. All right, it's time for Bold Predictions. So we're going to recap last week's Bold Predictions, which was uh, the Masters. So basically, we just keep golf score. So it's great. We talked about golf. And d- depending on who's leading in the Bold Predictions, they gain a, a stroke on the other person. So I am right now three up of Brother Smoke Dog, and he's going to recap the Masters. And oh, sorry, no, I changed up the bold predictions uh, intro there a little bit. But the bold predictions are basically we talk about a sporting event that's coming up and make a bold prediction about it. Not obscure. I, I took it. I took that out of. I've said it for uh, eleven episodes now, and uh, you know, probably by, side note, probably by episode like twenty, I'm thinking maybe we come up with some different con- content ideas or just something different to spice it up a little bit. You know. That's off the air talk. Off the air talk. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Be, get get hyped for episode 20, though. But yeah, that's all I got. So you want to take it away? Because this is yours, Brother sure. Smoke. So since we've been babbling on, I'll, I'll consolidate that. Ooh, consolidate. What nice. a nice. word. We're killing it. I, do you want me to? I can save that recording and actually just give you the audio clip. You can probably put it on like I something. Next like resume. A, ne- uh, well, just like Andy Cal. And they'll say like on your resume, I'll have like a little play button and you play and it'll be all your great consolidate. <laughs> yeah. And I'll have all these great words I just play and you could be like a man of many words. Love it. Yep. There we go. 
But anywho, so it was the Masters. We each picked four players, and um, whoever we totaled we totaled the total earnings of each person on our team four, and whoever had the least amount of money won. So basically, we were trying to pick the four worst players that we could. So I had Ryan Palmer, Victor Perez, Cameron Champ, and Louis Ooster Oosterloom. <laughs> Oosthausen, I believe his name ah. is. He's a former Masters champ, though. Oh, there you go. And uh, the, my team combined for $230,000 and five, $230,513. <sighs> no, that that was right. $230,513. Luke had Vijay Singh, Victor Horland, uh, C.T. Pan, and Christian Bezanetti. Bez, Bez- uh, I didn't write his name down right. Oh, okay. Well, so <laughs> set me up for it was, failure. It was super long. That's fair. So then he totaled 183300 three hundred thousand. So he totaled about $50,000 less than me. So Luke gets another stroke on me. Four up on Brother Smoke. I'm not going to lie. After the first win. Yeah, I started strong and I have not gotten a win since. Uh, you got the win on the bracket challenge. But of course, oh, yeah, I had the, uh, yeah. the Australian Rules Football League uh, negate it. Speaking of brackets, I was really so I'm in charge of the bowl prediction this week. I was really wanting to do a division one men or women's tennis match. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that uh, if if the stars line for me or we could do another little fun, just 15 minute episode of uh, madness special in May. The women's I believe the men's t- d- division one tennis season got like postponed for some reason. But the women's is playing the women's. Mar or May Madness bracket comes out May 16th. So it takes place May 16th. We had to do it. Uh, I was researching a little bit. I was looking at the two years ago because the 2020 uh, championships got canceled uh, due to COVID. But in 2019, like a ninth seed made it to the final four. So it's wild. It's all over the place. Interesting. Might have to do it for a little bold prediction point. There you go. That's off air topic. No, maybe not. We said it on there. We'll see. Uh, so I was feeling some tennis but i just couldn't really figure out looking up the websites are not all that good maybe they're good i'm just not that good at finding them that's a very that could be that's a very predictable or uh not predictable or not bold safe assumption there we go there you go good verbiage mm-hmm. not really but so this is what we're going to do brother smoke my the bold prediction this week is a women's division one softball double headers happening this saturday between number five oregon and number six, Washington. I believe Washington on the... Oh, well, let's look real quick here. I Washington believe Washington's State? home. Nope, just Washington uh, Huskies. Well, like, is it as in Washington State, not D.C.? Yeah, Washington State. Okay. Yep. All right, so they're number five and number six. They're playing a doubleheader Saturday. First game's at 8 p.m. Eastern, and the second game's at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. I couldn't really find where to watch it, uh, just you're going to use the power of Google. Oh, here we go. Actually, I got it. You can watch it on basically the Pac-12 channel. So there you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to focus on. That's happened this Saturday. So for this bold prediction, we're actually going to predict. We're not going to do it. Um, Price is right style where you're on, you know, if you're under or if you're over, you don't get the points or you're automatically disqualified. So we're going to write down 
We can write down or just say it so you don't undermine me. Because you did undermine me that one time. So that's why I, I didn't undermine you. That's just, you did, I was, it's just smart. It's smart. It. That's why I took, took the prices right out. We're actually going to predict the between the doubleheader that takes place. We're not going to predict who wins or loses. The total amount of runs scored. And like the person it. closest to the runs, either it can be high or low, will win. Okay. So I figured we could write it down, or do you want to say yours first? I haven't even said mine. Uh, let me... Uh, How about you write yours down, then I'll say mine first. Okay. You want to give me a little Jeopardy music in the background? Because I haven't even thought about this. I'm good now. Okay. I didn't know if you want to do it for a full 30 seconds. I had to that jingle. Okay. Yep. So I, I got mine down. So, so two, how many innings? Seven? I believe they play six or seven. I think it's I think it's six. I think it's six. If you could look that up and try to find it. All right, hold up. How many? How many? Do, 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 Seven innings. Okay. And what's kind of crazy is I typed in how many, and you know what the first thing Google said was? Innings in softball. Weird. They don't listen to us. Nope. That's actually kind of creepy. Triple uh, H right there? No. The, oh, no. the Google thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so seven innings, so 14 innings, potentially more. Yep. Um, both teams. Um, I'm going to go 31. And I wrote down 28. Oh. So. Close. Yeah. I don't know. You know, the number five and six, are they juggernauts in the in the batting or pitching? Let's hit a bunch of homers and I'm set. Yeah. Side note, uh, I noticed in softball, North Texas pitched, uh, a girl pitched a perfect game. She struck out all 21 batters in seven <laughs> innings. That's impressive. And guess what team? It wasn't against my Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils, but it was in their conference. It was against AR. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff. I thought for sure it was going to happen to my Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils. But yeah, That's she struck crazy. out 21 for a perfect game. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, they won 3 nothing. So that is our bold prediction for the week. Once again, uh, if you got any questions or comments or feedback, email us at that at gmail.com or send us a voice message on Anchor. And uh, we can play it into the episode that way. And, you know, maybe one day we will have a internship program here at the I Could Have Done That podcast. If there's any interest, let us know. It has to be. Um, We have a lot of applicants right now, so we might be closing that application window soon, but we'll see. Uh, We just opened it, what, 40-some minutes ago? Mm -hmm. I've been getting emails left and right. I think you've been getting... Uh, Which is weird since we're not even live streaming. I I know. They just word of mouth right there. Mm -hmm. Word of mouth advertising. So as always, Brother Smoke, do you have any signing off words? Uh, No. Nothing that'll be. Stay safe, be humble. Nothing that'll say. Yeah. I don't know. What was your word that you just said that was great? Consolidate. Do you want to say anything with consolidating? Uh, Consolidate your time. Make time for friends and family. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>